Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. How do we stay healthy? How do we feel good? How do we physically feel good for one, two, even emotionally and psychologically? Understand your nervous system controls a lot of that besides what we overall can do to our, what we can, what we can see our body actually change. So in today's talk, we want to understand what, how is our nervous system healthy and how is it unhealthy? Christina Patterson, she runs the Vital Wellness, I'm sorry, Vital Journey Wellness uh, website and she helps understand how your nervous system can keep you healthy and when it's unhealthy, how to assess that properly and what you should feel when it's an overall healthy. When it's healthy, you should feel relaxed, happy, energized, be able to handle stress of your day. When it's unhealthy, how do you feel stressed and why has that over time gotten worse and worse over time too? Today's talk again, the show notes overall talk about how to, how to find symptoms of an unhealthy nervous system and also how to control that natural ways to fix your, fix your nervous system through body posture, through gut brain health, through, through activating your vagus nervous system for one too, what that overall means in the overall talk. So to a show notes, my friends, understand your nervous system controls how you feel, how your health goes, how your body's organs feel, and when they're stressed or relaxed. So enjoy the talk, my friends. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Here we go. Hey. All right. Again, this is Dr. Tony Crooked Spine Show host. I'm here with Christine Patterson. She's up in, in Portland, correct? Yes, Portland. Portland Oregon. Yep. Uh, we're, we're, we're here to help you understand how your nervous system works. Nervous system is part of your brain, spinal cord, your whole body connected from everything. Christine will explain what that is and how you, you can learn how to help it heal properly and stay healed by having certain routines, which we'll talk about too. She has great video links in the show too. At the very end, you'll see her links. At that point, go to them. Understand it's about you taking care of you. I, I always say you're your best doctor. You are. So learn about your body. We're learning about today how there's some works to control not only how much you stress, how your body's affected by stress. So Christine, take it over. Tell us about your background and how you got into this and what your experience is, which makes me your expert in this topic. Yeah, so I am a doctor in nursing practice. I got my doctorate from the University of North Carolina, and um, I am a nurse practitioner by training. So I've been in nursing for over 10 years now and started kind of in the hospital working with people like in trauma situations or very, very sick. Um, and then kind of moved to end of life care for a few years after I graduated as a nurse practitioner. And the whole time just kind of getting into the biohacking realm and functional medicine and learning just really how to empower people for healing. And it kind of took me off on this journey of uh, starting my own practice in functional medicine, um, which is called Vital Journey Wellness. And I do a lot of work for people, um, especially in stress and trauma recovery, really trying to identify some root causes of mystery symptoms that are popping up and giving people tools to kind of empower and, and heal themselves. Because at the end of the day, as you said, people are their best doctors and they need to be given the tools to, to be able to take care of themselves. So well, I think a lot of you are helping people understand, I have enough stuff up here to compute and understand, okay, if I have enough way to link my symptoms per se to a, my body, how do I get it to heal naturally? It didn't happen because of lack of ibuprofen, lack of Right. lack of medication yep. because something happened let's figure out what that is and yep. using myself use christine uh, as a way to become your advocate to help you through that process right absolutely absolutely and trying to put the power for healing back in 
to the body where it belongs, right? The body has this amazing, amazing capacity for self-healing. And if we can give it the right pieces, put in the right inputs and take away those inputs that are kind of creating these pathologies, then there's so much movement that can be made. Huge, huge. And today's yeah. topic we're talking about specifically the nervous system. How yeah. would you describe that, that we talked about earlier, the 10,000 of you perspective nervous system? How would you describe that to your, to your clients that have no idea what it is? Yeah. So our nervous system is the way that our brain and our body takes in all of our environment around us and, and integrates it into and um, kind of interprets it and so that our body can respond. Um, so it's kind of this internal communicating system where it's taking all of these inputs, like right, we know our five senses, right? What we see, what we hear, what we smell, etc. Those are part of what our nervous system senses. But there's also this deep amount of information that it's taking in internally in our body all the time as well, um, from our blood pressure to our hormones to what our gut is taking in, what we're sensing there. So there's a ton of information that it's communicating all of the time, back and forth. Our brain is receiving this information about if we look at all of this communication as like 100%, then 80% of that communication is coming from the body up to the brain. And only about 10 to 20% of it is going back from the brain to the body, telling the body what to do. So taking all of that in, there's so much that we can do then to kind of reintegrate our body um, and open up that nervous system a little bit and, and kind of fine tune its communication so that we can open up some healing. And that's, that's why I tell my patients too, is okay, you have these alarm systems going off in your body, you just know how to read them, and then that point you can get back to the computer your brain, then get out there and tell your body how to respond to it, like blood pressure, right? Blood yeah. pressure is a great sign of your body saying, hey, I'm stressed right now, let's figure yeah. out what the stress is coming from. Yeah, exactly. These are, there's tons and tons of signals that we can use, um, and the nervous system, um, again, it's just this way that if we can kind of uh, tap into it a little bit, it, it has this uh, amazing way of communicating back and forth. So if we can kind of tap into it, tune it a little bit, then we can improve that bi-directional communication and open up a lot of ease. Um, because sometimes, as you mentioned, you know, people are really trying, they're trying hard to open up healing or they're doing so much work. And sometimes it feels like this in incredible struggle. Like, why am I not getting better? I'm doing all of the right things. And sometimes that's because the nervous system is holding on to something, right? There's something blocking this communication from really being um, moving through the body like it should. And if we can peek into that, kind of pull back some layers, then then we can open up what you're already doing and, and get those results hopefully <laughs> better and, and kind of make some movement. Well, it allows your body to, like you're saying, to figure out how do we get things to reset themselves. You mm -hmm. mentioned too, one of the topics is retune the nervous system, get yeah. things moving that way. What is the medical approach to a nervous system problem, something more chronic? What is the usual medical medical approach? The usual medical approach is to try to give some pills, <laughs> I would say, or yeah. um, or therapy, you know, counseling is kind of the big thing. So when people think about, I think, traditional medicine, like some of the symptoms that they might say are like nervous system problems, 
you know, anxiety or depression would probably be the most commonly, you know, held ones, right? Other nervous system problems could be, you know, anything ranging from like mental illnesses like schizophrenia to strokes, right? Which are both vascular and a nervous system kind of problem. Um, some autoimmune diseases affect the nervous system as well, like thinking about multiple sclerosis or a, a wide variety of other things. So there's a lot that can be happening, but if we look at kind of the most common ones like anxiety and depression being seen as kind of this nervous system um, issue, then pills and therapy are probably the most common things that people are gonna say, all right, take these things. <laughs> it's almost like someone comes in, doc, I'm stressed, mm -hmm. Mr. MD or Mrs. MD, they go, great, what kind of, what color do you want the pill to be? Right. You know, that doesn't work. Okay, I was thinking for a, for a therapist problem, but mm -hmm. isn't a lot of it, if you want to call it your environment, that's not going to really solve the environmental issue Definitely. causing your nervous system to stress, correct? Exactly. Um, at, at the end of the day, I think of a lot of the diagnoses that we create in medicine as symptoms. Like they're actually more just like a way of labeling and putting a single name on a constellation and set of symptoms and calling a given a name to symptoms is still symptoms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so kind of getting into the root of like, why is the body responding this way? I always think like the body is really wise. It's doing something very purposefully and intentionally. This isn't to just make you feel awful. It's it's because there's something triggering it that this is what it thinks it needs to do to survive. Um, and if we can approach that with a lot of respect and kind of give it that attention that it deserves to keep digging deeper and keep asking why, then we can uncover some potentially easy things and easy solutions. Like if if toxins, you know, toxins are a well-known thing that kind of irritate and aggravate the nervous system, right? So if we find that toxins are a problem or heavy metals are a problem and we pull those out, then it's not triggering the nervous system anymore, right? And then and then the nervous system can do exactly what it's supposed to do, communicate through the body and, and tap into all the body systems like it's supposed to. And with that too, how do you how do you work with clients to find out what their triggers might be that make their system actually work out? Do you give them an assessment or how do you usually work your, your system? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think, you know, when people are kind of trying to understand what is my system, there's, is something wrong with my nervous system? There are definitely some easy things that they can do like self-assessment wise that I can teach them. Um, so for instance, like one of the big, um, parts of the nervous system is the vagus nerve that, and there's a lot of information out there on like polyvagal theory and it's not, not Las Vegas, correct? You're talking about Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> the vagus nerve um, in the body is a way of connecting um, a lot of different structures in the, the head, the neck and in, into the, the chest and the gut with the brain. And it has this really like lightning speed action that it takes um, and you can look at the back of your throat and do like, look and see when you say, ah, 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 you can see if there's, if it's innervating and if it's working appropriately, you can like feel your shoulders and feel if there's like a difference amount of tension on both sides. And that will give information about what those cranial nerves are doing as well. Like, and, and kind of start to give input on to how is the nervous system affecting the body and and is it equal is there communication that might be off 
Um, I think a lot of symptoms too can give give you clues as if to like if the nervous system is acting. So as I mentioned before, like anxiety and depression are potential like information that maybe something is going on with the nervous system. Um, I, where I, I always go, okay, is your body in fight or flight or yeah. is it stressed and relaxed? Where, where are we right now? Where are we on that spectrum? Yeah. And if we are in a stress state, how do we figure out where it's coming from mm-hmm. and then give your body a chance to reverse that? Because once someone's in an anxious or depressed state, that's been there for a while, correct? Yeah, most likely. There's probably been significant triggers over a period of time to to keep the body kind of stuck in that place to the point that it's so significant and persistent that we are diagnosing it, quote unquote, as anxiety and depression, right? Um, That signifies that the body is getting kind of stuck. The nervous system is kind of getting stuck in those states rather than being able to really fluidly adapt like it's supposed to. These aren't bad states. It's not bad to be in fight or flight. Again, this is for survival. It's really important. Um, so it's important that I don't think we vilify these as pathologies, um, but to understand why we can't move back into that that healing state, we need to understand what's blocking it. It's almost like I would put it as, okay, you're taking a medication the medication had side effects because your body's trying to fight whatever whatever the medication is because it's not natural thing in your body. Yeah. But then do you deal with what your body's natural reactions are or do you take something to cover up that reaction, that side effect, yeah. another pill or another ointment or something else too? Do you want to keep piling things on to, if you want to call it numb out or sound out your or your nervous system versus listening to it, hey, mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you figure yeah. out what's going on. Yeah, I think they're very different approaches and kind of coming alongside the body. And again, remembering that it's really, really wise. Like, I think if we come back to that over and over and over again, and we trust our body that it's doing something good for us, then it's going to lead us to a different place. And if we say, I'm so frustrated that I'm X, Y, Z all the time, I'm so tired, I'm so bloated, whatever it might be, and, and just kind of vilifying it again, right? These as pathology, something is wrong with you, we need to fix you. The body is doing something really smart. It doesn't need to be fixed. It needs to be helped. And, you know, sometimes that takes some specialty testing, too. Sometimes it's not just that physical assessment that we need to do, but maybe we really do need to do some deeper looking into what are triggering, what is triggering the body right now, um, because it might need some of that deeper work to get it back into that healing state. And, and with that testing, do you recommend more blood work? imaging or how do you usually work with your clients? What's your, what's your guess level degree or step process? Yeah, there's, it kind of depends on what symptoms they might be coming up with, but the most common things that I might order would be, I think stool testing is really important because as we're going to get into a little bit, the gut has its own brain. (laughs) And so we need to make sure that digestion is really working properly. Um, So that's really important. So stool testing, I usually do some toxin testing. So looking for um, I, you know, live in the Northwest, so it's very wet. So mold testing is, you know, often mm-hmm. pretty important. Yeah. Um, heavy metals, environmental toxins are really rampant right now and are very disruptive to the nervous system as well as many other systems in the body. So like looking into that really closely, um, sometimes different blood work that might give us information on nutrient status to help us understand, does the body have what it needs, right? 
these are nutrients at the end of the day are our body's resources. It's basically like if you didn't if you didn't have money, you wouldn't be able to pay your rent. Well, nutrients are like the money exchange of the body. It's how it speaks. Yeah. Right. It's it's all that we need these things and we need to make sure that we're giving it the right nutrients. Um, so those are kind of the basics sometimes. But like all your testing you're doing is more natural. It's not OK. Let's throw a pill at it and see what happens. Let's actually figure out what's going on from the inside, the outside, your blood work. Yep. That's when we look at the whole body as a person's well-being, yep. personalizing it. I mean, realizing that the gut itself will not work properly. If ner nerves are off, let's figure out, is the gut working properly? Yeah. Let's figure out, are things work? Do you have enough nutrients? Are you, Is your body deplete of vitamin B, for example? At that mm -hmm. point, your system can't work properly because you don't have enough supplements to make it contract properly. Yep, exactly. So you're looking at the, the, the root causes, not just throwing things, like, again, on top to numb out the nervous system. Exactly. Yeah. We got to get to the bottom of what it's, it's listening, right? The, at the end of the day, the nervous system is an excellent listener and we need to do it, respect that and listen back to it and, and really try to understand it. And why do they say that gut is a second brain? How does that, what does that come from? Yeah, I know, like, let, let my audience right, know. for everyone that might not have heard of that before, it's because there are so many nerves that that make that make up around the, the gut itself. And so they basically create their own nervous system within the gut that operates independently. It's not always operating because of the signals from the brain to the gut. It actually has so many nerves that it's able to operate somewhat independently of the brain itself in terms of managing the gut's functions, you know, if it needs to contract or dilate, move things through, and, and kind of gathering again that information that we're it's picking up from the digestive system because as nutrients are coming through, our body needs to be aware of these things, send signals about certain things, and um, it then is communicating that to the brain, um, the upper brain, <laughs> and letting the body know so that it can respond appropriately to the nutrients it's absorbed. It's almost like realize what you're eating can make you feel stressed. Mm -hmm. Or can you make you feel relaxed? Absolutely. Kind of affect your overall physical health, your ability to be anxious or depressed. Yeah. Well, it's almost as important to not only worry about the stimuli around you, how much you work out, but as important to make sure you get the right nutrients to make your body stay healthy from the inside. So exactly. that way you feel good. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. so McDonald's is probably not part of it. Uh, yeah, probably not. So I'm probably not the best, but I also am not a perfectionist. So I, try, so I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm worst enemy for some time. Yeah. <laughs> with, with everything going on, how does body posture or body motion have a way to naturally, if you want to call it, help the body? Yeah. So or lack of motion, sorry, lack of motion or lack of motion. Yeah. And as a chiropractor, you could probably say this a lot better than me. So I, I invite this as into it um, as well. But I think I just want, so the way that our body, the way that we move our body in space, again, our body is constantly sending signals back up to our brain. And 80% of that communication is from the body to the brain. So if we're in postures that indicate to our body that we're in, that are associated with fight or flight or maybe a depressed state, right? Like think of like being at your computer all day and like your shoulders coming forward and your head like moving forward. Like this is a posture of depression, of withdrawal, of needing to protect oneself. And what that then communicates to the brain consistently is 
I need to protect myself. Something's not okay in my environment, right? And and it's another way, even if we don't see other signals externally that are saying that we're in danger, our brain picks that up as we're in danger. Like we're still rating danger from our body. Um, and so working on our posture, doing things like chiropractic care or rolfing or- good plug, good plug. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or movements like yoga, um, building muscle in our spine to help pull our shoulders back, keep our head upright. These things are going to let our body know that, oh, we're we're in a state of strength. We're in a state of safety. And, and that then is a positive feedback loop instead of the negative feedback loop that we might find ourselves in otherwise. It's almost I had, I had a patient come the other day. And I adjust him for the first time. And he says, man, I feel taller. Yeah. I feel I can stand up straighter. I, one of my tests to do for my new patients, I, I had a couple this morning, is I have them stand against the wall before I adjust them. And when their body's stressed, they feel like they're hunching this way. Yeah. They feel like they're almost, they, they can't stand up straight. Mm-hmm. I adjust them, release that nervous system stress. Boom. They go, I can stand against the wall now. I can stand up mm-hmm. straight. I'm more relaxed. Mm-hmm. And my job is to teach them how to keep that going all the time. We've done the last couple of years, right? Pandemic, COVID, love COVID, yay, yay. At that point, our body's in what? This all Like this, yes. Yeah. Like this. So how do we, now, like you had mentioned, reverse that by causing certain motions, being aware of where our posture is too. Mm-hmm. How do yeah. we show people to reset your posture that yeah. point when we're sitting or standing so our brain can reset where our body should go because yep. it's so used to this in that fight or flight stress mode we talked about earlier that now we have to break that. It makes yeah. them almost feel uncomfortable to get to more of an optimal, relaxed state. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Maybe there there are, like, maybe this has been your body for a long time. So there's real physical, mechanical changes that are, you're not going to be in a perfect posture. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can do things like even just standing up every one, you know, for a minute, every hour and focusing on bringing your shoulders back, moving your arms back, um, doing things like that. You know, some of the backward postures of yoga can be really helpful, you know, relieving some pain and things like that as well. But it also just tells your nervous system, I'm in a, and I'm a safe state. I'm okay right now. And, and it allows the body to begin to recognize those signals so that it can, you know, reappropriate that like homeostatic state. And I tell my patients too, is that when you move your joints, especially your spinal joints, I did talk on last Thursday, last Wednesday, mm-hmm. a lot of that motion allows signals to your brain to relax. Yeah. You see the more the, I, I, I use the, the hormonals of serotonin endorphins, but I can relax versus the cortisol coming where it makes your body stress. Yeah. So now you, by causing that motion, your body learns to make that your normal. So you want to feed those endorphins all the time in a positive, natural way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's that consistency, right? If if it's consistently in a stress state, but if we can consistently tell it that it's in a safe state, then we can maybe turn the dial down a little bit and start to amp up the volume on our safety, right? And again, it always comes down to we can guide our patients, clients, right? Mm-hmm. But they have to do the work. They have, they have to. to do the stretching, the strengthening, the, yep. the, the ways to lower your body's stress levels and get your body to heal over time. I can't, I can't, I said, I tell patients, I can't follow you to work because I'm a stalker. No, I'm not, I'm not a stalker. Can do <laughs> yeah. that. But I can, I can show you what to do, but doing them consistently. And I say every day becomes yeah. your, your routine allows them to actually feel that relief. Correct. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly right. Yep. How does breathing work to help the nervous system get to a better state of health? 
Yeah. So I think breathing is another great way because when we breathe, it activates certain nerves that are associated again with our um, vagus nerve and some other nerves that are associated with our safety and healing state that are really important in this kind of process of navigating which state the body is in. Mm-hmm. Um, and breathing is a very natural way that you can tell your body that you're in a state of safety. I'm in a state of well-being. It also, because when we're stressed, we tend to get smaller, like as you mentioned, we tighten our muscles, especially around our shoulders, around our back. And then we're not breathing as deeply when we're doing that. So we're not offering our body as much air exchange, right? Um, which then kind of just cascades down into what, um, how much oxygen our cells have, right? It kind of goes all the way down. It affects everything. Okay. So if we can consciously breathe, we're activating the nerves that are associated with a safe and healing state. And we're also then offering our body more oxygen, which it needs to create, do every cellular process essentially for energy creation. So we're offering our body much greater energy capacity as well. Um, So it is this almost immediate way, right? Breathing is one of the ways that we can have immediate action within the body and change things very efficiently. So it works just so quickly to do some di- like diaphragmatic breathing um, or just, you know, if you are breathing and you exhale more slowly through the nose than when you inhale, that tells your body that things are safe and it can activate our parasympathetic side of that nervous system, which is that state of healing, rest and digestion. It's amazing when you, when, when you breathe and do it consciously and focus on it, then mm-hmm. all the stresses around you that you're in your head they kind of, they, they get more muted. They're over yeah. there now versus right here. When you yeah. breathe, if you do it, if you try it at home, at that point, when you actively breathe, hold your breath and breathe from your diaphragm at the bottom of your stomach, mm-hmm. at that point, breathe in and breathe all the way out. At that point, you, you those things become more secondary versus just focusing on the breathing. For some reason, your body feels relaxed. Absolutely. I try it when you go to bed. I, so I do this. I realize sometimes when I'm having trouble falling asleep, I'll just all of a sudden just become aware I'm breathing really quickly and shallowly. Mm -hmm. And I will focus just, just on elongating my exhale. And I'll just immediately feel my body relaxing and my muscles relaxing. It's, I mean, it really works. (laughs) It's, it's, it's it's where you're, it's a way for your body to relax. Mm -hmm. If you want to call it, um, I mean, consciously, you can actually control your nervous system that way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. And you talk about going to bed too. With that, someone who's on the phone a lot or reads in bed, uh, maybe a book or iPad, how yeah. does it affect their nervous system? Uh, maybe just using a computer or a phone or things like that. In bed. Well, again, our nervous system is always taking in our environment and looking for cues about what we're doing, what, what our environment means to us. And so if we're, if we're working in bed and we're amping up our stress levels while we're in bed, like that's going to tell our nervous system, this isn't really a safe place. Like I can't relax here. (laughs) Like this isn't a place where I can just be and, and be unaware of my environment. And so, which is what's happening when you're sleeping, right? You need to be able to shut off most of your conscious awareness, right? Like you have to go totally into your subconscious when you're sleeping. So you need to feel like your body needs to sense at every moment that it's very safe. Um, Cause that's always what our nervous system is looking for is safety at the end of the day. Um, and um, that way it can rest, fall asleep, 
heal itself or do all the repair from the work of the day. <laughs> so well, that's the thing. What it says when our body, uh, well, I was talking to another, another functional medicine clinician, a lot of it is when our body is sleeping, our body then will detox. Yes. That point allows you to, in the morning, okay, this is why I have to go to the bathroom. This is why I have to go because now my body has learned to drop everything down. So mm -hmm. physically, mentally, you're detoxing, you're getting to hopefully, hopefully that deep delta REM sleep where your body can recharge yep. versus yep. In that light sleep where your body goes, why am I tired again? I just, I slept for, mm -hmm. I, it feels like I slept for four hours, but I feel like I didn't sleep at all. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, the, when we're sleeping is when the only time that our brain really flushes itself out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really important for brain function, for memory, for cognition, for us to be like lightning sharp during the day, we need to have that kind of flush at night while we're resting um, that are, you know, that are, our dreams are leading us through the whole body is really participating in this beautiful event that we're just not conscious of. <laughs> and one of the symptoms of going back to that symptoms of being a nervous system problem or stress, is it for you, for your clients, sometimes insomnia also? Oh, definitely. Insomnia or um, some people will get diagnosed with things like CPS, CPTSD or PTSD, um, flashbacks, nightmares. Um, sometimes it's like digestive issues like bloating or constipation. Um, some, you know, it can be so many things because our nervous system is everywhere. Muscle aches and pains definitely can be a sign. I know some people just, my shoulders are always up here. I can't relax my shoulders, right? Like that's a signal yeah. to you. Your nervous system is really activated. Um, so it could show up pretty much in every area of the body. Um, and, but it's the nervous system that kind of links all of them. Right. It's amazing when we're, we're trying to help, again, this is the audience talking to them. How do you link what you're feeling to, and also what you're doing to what can be a unhealthy nervous system? We're trying to help you get back to that healthier state by doing some hacks with you. Talk about your, your, um, your mind body a, a toolkit. How does that, how does that work? So this yeah. is one of, our free, one of your free links you have in your in the show notes also. Yeah. So in the mind body toolkit that I created for people, I kind of go through some of these things that we've talked about today, like the gut brain and the vagus nerve and really give some like actionable items that people can do for themselves. Like most of them are for free, right? Because really at the end of the day, it's how can we give ourselves enough inputs um, and give us enough like ways to and strategies that we can amp up like our body's sense of safety and and really um, activate the nervous system in a way that it's able to move back into that healing state versus like staying in the states of fight or flight or freeze um, and bringing back that adaptability to the nervous system. So it, the toolkit aims to give people a lot of different ways to do so. Like some of it talks about nutrition and some of it like knowing how we activate the gut brain as well. So there's a lot of different techniques in there. And really it's just to give people as much opportunity as possible for that choice and control that's kind of foundational for the nervous system, like to feel safe is you need to be able to feel like you have autonomy and agency in what you're doing. And this is a way to do that. It's giving them ability to be, do their own diligence is how it actually works. Now, this is the actions you should do. What type of time frame when someone is in a stress state and what we, what we call medically um, the parasympathetic, the sympathetic state for one to a stress response state. Yeah. How, what kind of time frame do you give someone 
to get out of there and stay out of there? Once they start these habits you have for them? That's a good question. I think um, it probably depends on a little bit on like what all the triggers are that are keeping their system so activated. Often when I start to work with somebody and we start to pull back on some of the triggers as well as amp up on some of the really good things that are in the toolkit, uh, we'll often start to see shifts within a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. <coughs> all this. No, no. Well, so it start to work very quickly. And what type of shifts do you do you hear in their voice? Do you mm -hmm. see them? Do when you see a client and mm -hmm. work with them, what do you? I, I I get the chills when I think about it. How do you know they've made that turn that corner? Oh, they come and they just say like, "Oh my gosh, Christine, I feel better," you know, and they just look brighter. They smile more. Um, you can tell their voice is like they just carry a glow. <laughs> I guess yeah. that they're beginning, they say things like, I, I'm sleeping so much better. I'm waking up with more energy. I feel like I, you know, can get through the day and not feel overwhelmed as often as I used to feel. So it really, it starts to come out kind of in every way of their, every facet of their life. They're just, I feel like more like I'm myself, you know? So. You yeah. almost, you, and I always feel that stuff like you hear like their voice change, mm -hmm. the words they use change. They yep. feel like, hey, I'm doing the things and it feels good. Like you said, I sleep better. I wake up with more energy. I'm like, who is this person? You're like, and then mm -hmm. I always go, then I and I go, I got you. At that yep. point, when I hear that, I said, I got because now I know you're feeling the difference that has to, that you're going to follow through with the other action steps too. Yep. Now form habits, hopefully, that you can maintain to deal with your stressors every day, right? Yeah, exactly. Because stress isn't going to go away. But the, oh, like it's going to stay right. with us. And it's going to be something fun and different, right? <laughs> From a yes. pandemic to whatever else the world might throw at us. I, I, I even call it exciting. I, I, maybe even fascinating, but yeah. you know, stress is whatever. If you use certain wording, it goes, well, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> what's next? Right. And at the end of the day, there are challenges for our body. And hopefully yes. what we can, again, do, our stress responses aren't bad. They're not pathological. Mm -hmm. They are very good. But if we can allow the body to move into them and out of them appropriately and allow that natural adaptability through the nervous system, then we're, you know, we can meet the challenge, whatever it is. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and give us a quick takeaway, a 30 second minute takeaway that would help people understand that they have to be, if you want to call it proactive in their health to get to a health nervous system to feel the benefit of feeling happy all the time. Well, I mean, I <laughs> a quick takeaway. Um, I think just, you know, there are so many things that life is going to throw at you and you want to be you want to be showing up for yourself, right? And this is a way to do it. Like tuning into your nervous system, really listening to your body first and foremost. Again, like just paying attention to it and not being frustrated with it, but coming alongside of it with a great deal of respect and honor, you're going to get there. Um, and if you're willing to do that kind of over and over and over again, you'll eventually find the root. But it doesn't have to take you decades. If you don't want it to take you decades, you can work with people like Dr. Tony or like myself, right? And and we'll help you uncover those resources. So it doesn't have to take forever. Well, obviously, we'll give you the shortcuts how to do it, mm -hmm. the right testing if needed, the right yeah. ways to get yourself started, and the right habits that work for you, right? Everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's different. Someone may work for someone. They go, I don't like to do that. Perfect. Let's do something else. Mm -hmm. No, I don't like this. So let's eat something else instead. 
maybe supplements are your thing. So let's do this instead. So everyone's body's different. Then you'll find your triggers for you. I think mm -hmm. that will be okay. Now I'm under stress again. Okay. How do, what I do last time? You, now you have your own toolbox, yeah. how your own toolkit, as you say, to get your body to a healthier state and maintain that. So you don't get into a stress state becomes your normal state again. You start over again. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully you don't always, you know, like once you learn these habits, hopefully you don't have to start from square zero, right? Because no. even if you kind of fall off the bandwagon for a little bit, that happens to everybody. Like we all fall off our good habits, right? That's okay. It's just being able to restart them with enough grace and compassion that, you know, that it feels like you can just pick it right back up. Good. You know, you're not, a, oh, it's all done. Never mind. I'm going to go check myself at the hospital. No, let's no. not do this. No. <laughs> yeah. Again, her website is vitaljourneywellness.com. Mm -hmm. All her links are in the show notes for one, two. Phenomenal job, Christine. You did a great job. Thank okay. you, Dr. Penny. I really appreciate your time. And follow her on Facebook, on Instagram. It's all in there, too. And even TikTok also. So you're right. quite good videos out there. But yeah. learn how to keep healthy, my friends. And when you do, and then take the action steps to stay that, no matter what stresses are in your life, special holidays coming up, too. Holidays coming up. Yay. Love the holidays. So much fun. <laughs> So less stressful. No, they're very stressful. The most stressful time of the year, actually. Hey, like this team, we'll go to the back office in a second. But one quick smile for the uh, for the show notes. We're good to go. All right, put us the back office. We're good to go. Awesome. Thank you. That was fun. You did a good job.